0: I never realised that having a mentor would make such a difference on my day-to-day outlook.
1: For me, it's easy to apply I think big mentality to Renee's business because it's so amazing. <laughs> I don't have to think hard about that.
0: <laughs> I was naturally very nervous and saw Jodie. She turned around and gave me a great big smile and it was like love at first sight. <laughs> when we
1: are helping each other uh, in an environment that is just women, we allow ourselves to be more vulnerable and more open and then we can make some really strong breakthroughs that we might not necessarily make if it was in a room full of men.
2: This is Level Up, a podcast produced by LaunchVic where you'll hear from leading Victorian entrepreneurs and their mentors with the goal of sharing their stories and encouraging you to consider the impact a mentor could have on your personal growth. I'm your host, Adam Jaffrey. And in this podcast, you'll hear from some of the most successful startups in the country and the mentors who've helped them avoid stagnation, scale their businesses, and in today's case, confront the unique issues that women face as founders.
0: Yes, when people go through 300 400% growth, naturally you celebrate, uh, you're elated, this is what you've been working towards and you do that for about two seconds because all of a sudden you realise you've got 12-week lead times, you've got no stock and you're one of 300 customers of your supplier and you also realise that you're probably one of the smallest as well.
2: That's the voice of Renee Moore, and you just heard her talking about a moment that would have left most entrepreneurs elated. But Renee isn't most entrepreneurs, and her reaction to this event perfectly encapsulates some of the unexpected challenges that come with success and why having a mentor is so important. But before we get to that, we need to get to know Renee and learn a bit more about the impact that her mentor, Jody Amam, has had on her business. So to start things out today, Let's get to know Renee.
0: Hi, I'm Renee Moore, and I'm the founder and CEO of Cinch Skin. Cinch is a multi award winning, multi purpose skincare product, and it's designed for time poor women.
2: Now, I might just jump in here and clarify that we're talking about another company named Cinch. You might remember a few episodes ago, we spoke about Cinch Security, which is a startup in the cybersecurity space. And today, we're talking about Cinch Skin, which is an equally impressive startup in a completely different space. Now, when I spoke to Renee, a few things became apparent to me. Renee is passionate about her business. She comes across as very confident, and most of all, she's organized. Now, this organization trait is going to become very important later in the story. So, keep that in the back of your mind. But for now, I wanted to get to know a little bit more about Cinch.
0: So the beauty industry has often dictated to women that we need multiple products to see best results. But with Cinch, we actually take that time and effort and confusion out of the beauty industry and reassure women that you only need one product to get best results instead of your five or ten that the beauty industry is telling you that you need. We actually had a great entry into the world of of beauty. So I simultaneously launched with Priceline and online, which is quite different to what a lot of the other brands were doing at the time. And they were choosing to go direct to consumer upfront.
2: Now, this is massive. Usually one of the biggest hurdles for a startup brand to overcome is getting stocked in a major retailer. However, Renee managed to get Cinch Skin stocked in Priceline one of the biggest pharmacy chains in the country, right at the beginning of her journey.
0: I've been in the beauty industry for probably over 20 years now, and for me, building those relationships over the past 20 years were absolutely essential to me launching a brand. So I guess those relationships that I had built allowed me to approach Priceline knowing exactly what they needed and what they required to to work with founders. For me, it was all about almost designing a product that would work in Priceline, if you can look at it that way, knowing what the margins were, knowing what the expectations and requirements were for starting a business and actually launching into somewhere like Priceline. The safety net of being able to launch into one of Australia's biggest beauty retail shops was great for me. It gave me more confidence. I was able to launch and get credibility straight away.
2: So Renee, very early on, has found herself in a situation where most beauty startups dream to be. She's stocked in a massive retailer with a growing loyal following of customers and industry credibility. But remember at the start of the episode, when we spoke about the challenges that come from success? Well, Renee was about to find this out firsthand.
0: So my first two years were actually brilliant and I was very naive and very sheltered. Year three hit and all of a sudden you're in this real business environment and you have to grow, you have to keep getting this growth and everyone's looking at you saying what's next, what's next? Year three was a big hit for me. I lost complete sight of where the brand was going and I lost the reason that I actually started Cinch. My values weren't evident in the brand that we were presenting. The easy answer about what went wrong in the third year was I got too caught up in the runnings of the day-to-day business and completely lost sight of what my main goal and vision for Cinch was. I was getting great reorders from retailers at this stage I had bought on Adore Beauty Uh, and the simple answer is I was relaxed in that situation and I was spending too much time on day to day and it was really time for me to dig deep and just say, hold on a second, I've created this brand that I was so passionate about and that I knew exactly where I wanted to go with and all of a sudden I'm here, I'm partnering and collaborating with people that don't relate to my target audience because they're giving me quick doses of money which, which you need uh, to keep the business going.
2: Renee has had a great deal of success by this point, largely because she allowed the momentum of her early success to carry her through the first couple of years. But now, in year three, this momentum has carried her to a place she's not sure if she's comfortable with. Let's press pause here. We're gonna come back to Renee in just a moment, but before we do, I wanna introduce her mentor, Jodi Imam.
1: Hi, my name's Jody Imam. I'm an entrepreneur, mentor, and currently the general manager at SVE Australia.
2: Jodi is what's sometimes referred to in the industry as a serial entrepreneur.
1: I spent 10 years in the fashion industry. I grew the business of Leona Everston. I was her general manager for 10 years. And we grew that business over that time organically to be to be quite big and international. Um, so lots of learnings there. And from there I also started my own tech startup called Occasional Butler, which was a marketplace for getting small jobs done around the home and office. And we were acquired by AirTasker. Four years into that journey, I also, for the last eight years, have run a co-working space in Melbourne. Since we've sold Occasional Butler, I've been amongst many startups doing lots of different things, so lots of learnings over the last few years.
2: So over the years, Jodie has had a great deal of success in business, and this experience will be vital for Renee to learn from. But Jody's current venture is a bit different from her past work. Jodie is now involved with an organisation called SBE Australia.
1: SBE Australia accelerates women-led business through programs and mentorship. Well, it really helps women from early stage to later stage business gain further knowledge, skills and tools and connections that really help them grow their businesses.
2: SBE Australia runs a number of programs that are designed to address the specific challenges that women face as startup founders. SBE helps founders develop skills, knowledge and connections to accelerate their growth. Now, back to Renee, who, as you'll remember, is in a bit of an existential crisis with cinch skin. Luckily, at this stage, she'd already had a few unofficial mentors who were able to point her in the direction of SBE Australia. So, she does some research and Renee discovers a course that SBE runs called E3, which stands for Empower, Evolve, Escalate.
0: When I saw the course summary come out, it just ticked all the boxes for me. It was something different that wasn't just focused on how do I get investment? How do I do a pitch? It seemed to summarize everything. There was getting in touch with your brand again, which was so important to me at that stage there was guidelines on marketing and it seemed to encompass everything that i needed at the time as well as of course all of these new things like cap tables um pitching to experts and actually really you're pitching your brand all the time but when it comes to actually putting together a concise pitch i had absolutely no no idea where to start so for me when i saw uh, the outline of E3 and what was to come, it ticked all the boxes for me. And of course, being surrounded by all these amazing women that are in the same situation as me was, was definitely a big box ticker.
2: And as you can probably guess, this is where Jody comes in. From their first meeting, they instantly felt a connection. We're going to come back to this soon, but I want you to listen closely to how they speak about this meeting. They might joke about it now, but here they mention a couple of reasons why women supporting women in business is so important.
0: So when I first walked into the room on my, my first day of SBE, I was naturally very nervous and saw Jodie. She turned around and gave me a great big smile and it was like love at first sight. <laughs> Jody, Jody was very warm and welcoming and, and obviously saw that I was quite nervous and made me feel at home. I do remember what our first one-on-one conversation was about and it wasn't to do so much with business, it was to do with our children because my son had been up all night the night before and I was so nervous to do this first pitch in front of the experts and in front of Jody. So our first conversation was a, a not-so-polite uh, chat about newborn babies. <laughs>
1: So I first met Renee when I was actually facilitating one of our early stage programs, which we call E3. And so one of our sponsors, Phillips, Ormond, Fitzpatrick, generously host us in their beautiful offices on Collins Street. And so I was setting up, and Renee was the first one uh, to come into the room. And yeah, I could also echo that it was love at first sight. I think we just had a connection straight away. Um, Renee was nervous, but you know I'd facilitated a few of these programs before, and been on the roller coaster ride myself a couple of times so um, we just spoke about just taking it step by step in in this program and I think it was something very new for Renee to do an accelerator program like that and so and especially week one of this program you have to get up and talk about why you are the best founder for your business (laughs) so it's very personal and confronting I guess I was just trying to reassure her that it's a safe environment and you know a good place to start
2: after this encounter, Renee and Jody stay in touch, and I think that they connect so well because they complement each other's strengths. As I mentioned earlier, Renee is really organised in her business. She's great at planning and dotting the I's and crossing the T's, whereas Jody, having more experience in entrepreneurship, and I guess with a bit of benefit of some distance from the business, is able to provide Renee with some stability, support, and be her sounding board during difficult moments. As the two work together more and more, they eventually make their relationship official and Jody comes onto the board at Cinch as an advisor. Now, let's go back to the story from the start of the episode. You'll remember that Renee was talking about a time when the business experienced unprecedented growth.
0: Yes, when people go through 300%, 400% growth, naturally you celebrate, uh, you're elated, you, this is what you've been working towards and you do that for about two seconds because all of a sudden you realise you've got 12-week lead times, you've got no stock and you're one of 300 uh, customers of your supplier and you also realise that you're probably one of the smallest as well.
2: 400% growth is a dream for any entrepreneur growing so fast also brings some unexpected challenges. And for Renee, who finds organisations so vital to her success, being in a situation where she was running out of stock and the situation felt completely out of her control was a waking nightmare.
0: When Jodie came on board officially as a mentor or an advisor, we had come off a massive growth, um, you know, growth in the business. And for me, after being complacent and and having sort of that downtime, it obviously caused a lot of panic in in my camp. So, having no stock and having the potential of having two months without sales with, with
2: long lead times. So, up until now, Renee had been plugging away at the business on her own. She'd been facing challenges like this pretty regularly, and having to sort them out all by herself. But now she has a new option.
0: I was able to speak with Jody just to put things in perspective and, and take a timeline of what are we dealing with here? How can we make sure that this doesn't happen again? And how do we make sure that we can always, you know, have these safety nets in place and it might not be having multiple units on hand at all times but it might be ordering different components and having the long lead time products on hand uh, rather than you know having all of this stock on hand just working through the logistics of everything and it was nice to be able to have someone that had worked with supply chain and could help solve these problems.
2: Luckily this time Jody was there and was able to provide the support that Renee needed.
1: I just kind of remember having one of the calls where we sort of just broke it down into some worst case scenarios and just getting the calculator out and <laughs> And Renee had been waking up at three o'clock in the morning going, oh my God, the worst thing in the world is going to happen. I'm going to lose Priceline. I'm going to lose all my business as I've known it. And you know once the sun comes up that calms down a little bit but <laughs> just breaking it down and yeah we literally got the calculator out on one of the calls and what tapped in what would be the worst case scenario and i remember renee sort of realizing oh my god actually that's not that bad <laughs> and so just that analytical approach and then let's put into place some plans so that we don't have to experience this again
2: So this moment is really interesting because it shows us just how well the dynamic between Renee and Jody works. And it also shows us how much Renee has grown as a founder. Remember how earlier I spoke about the dynamic between Renee and Jody, with Renee's strength being her organisation and running a really tight ship. But when she encountered this potentially massive problem, Renee seems to throw out the rulebook for order and organisation. And she actually ends up panicking a little bit. I found this really interesting. However, unlike the early days of Cinch, when Renee had to solve all of these problems herself, she's grown a lot over the years and has learned to find support in others. And so this time, with Jody's support, they're able to walk through the scenario together and plan out a logical solution. Jody was able to provide the level head that Renee needed. I asked Renee how she felt about this.
0: It's great to have a mentor and, or an advisor that can really help you and, and plan all of this out. But at the end of the day, life happens and it's about how Jodie reacts and handles the situation. And we work alongside to manage the situations because things are always going to happen. And they will, especially when you're in a small business and, and you're funding your business yourself. And I say numerous amounts of times in the week to Jody, I ran businesses for other people and was methodical and I guess emotional because I was passionate about the brands that I was working with. But when it comes to your own business, there's there's no rules. Your personality traits go out the window. One day you're you're you, and then you sit back and you realize it's almost not me. It's you're not bound to your personality anymore and you've just got to try and control and work through these things as they happen. For me Jody stands back and says you know stop stop thinking you're this small Australian business we need to to think big sell big you know look look big and look internationally look locally let's build our list and and for, for me having Jody in that position the most important thing that she has ever taught me is to to start changing the way I think and think big rather than small that I'd previously been thinking.
1: I think for me it's easy to apply think big Mentality to Renee's business because it's so amazing (laughs) and it should be, you know, it should be in the hands of women all over the world. So I find that just a natural thing.
2: Now we come back to why women supporting women in business is so important. Firstly, there's the shared understanding of everyday issues like childcare and lack of sleep that both Renee and Jodie mentioned. And then there's overcoming the more systemic issues that women in business often face, which can be difficult to see and even more difficult to change. And this is something that both Renee and Jody feel very passionate about.
1: So I think women supporting women is a really important part of an entrepreneur's journey if you're a woman. Um, and I see this in our programs and I see the cohort effect and I think what happens is that when we are helping each other uh, in an environment that is just women, we allow ourselves to be more vulnerable and more open and then we can make some really strong breakthroughs that we might not necessarily make if it was in a room full of men. They feel safe enough to really be vulnerable and dig into the the real essence of them as a founder and, and their business that they don't normally feel comfortable sharing in front of men. Talking about why you started a business is a good example. When entrepreneurs start our programs, they need to be able to articulate why them and why they're the best person for this business and why they started. And, and often the case is quite an emotional case. It might be an illness in the family that started this business or something bad that's happened to a close friend and, and it's very hard to be able to articulate that in an investor-pitch situation. So it's, it's being able to, yeah, that's, that's one of the hardest, I guess, areas.
0: I feel like it's really important for women to support other women in business because we have so many roles uh, to perform in our lives where we're, we're look, often looked upon as the the carer and the mother and and going out and starting a business can be really isolating and lonely. By getting in touch with other women that are in the same situation as yourself, but I just think it really, it's really important to um, break down those barriers and be able to support other women in those situations and get the most out of each other.
2: By this point in the series, you've heard about a number of different styles of mentoring relationships and how they're formed. You'll remember that we pointed out how most mentoring relationships form organically and often there isn't a specific starting point in which one person comes to the other and asks them to be their mentor. But interestingly, in Renee and Jody's case, their relationship is more formalised and I think that this reflects Renee's organised nature. When I asked Renee about the financial side of things, she said that she believes that if she's not paying someone, they won't give their full potential. So even though Jody offered to be Renee's mentor for free, Renee felt that it was important that Jody was rewarded for her time financially, even going so far as offering her a share in the business. In every episode of this series, we like to ask the participants if there's anything they'd like to say to one another that they haven't yet had the chance to. I asked Renee first.
0: Yes, there's lots of things. Jody, for me, you have completely honestly changed the way that I think. You've changed my emotional structure. You have changed the way that I get out of bed in the morning. And that sounds crazy, but for one person to have this impact, but I never realized that having a mentor or making time for someone else to come into Cinch into my life would make such a difference on my day to day outlook of business, but also personal life.
1: I'm so excited about um, Renee's business, but I'm also just really excited about our friendship. And um, I, you know, I'd say the same thing. I, I love having you in my life, and I really look forward to you know getting to know each other, having more time to spend together as friends, and you know. I really am excited about this journey that you're on and um, I love being part of it and, yeah, I think, you know, you underrate yourself a lot and you're a beautiful person and an amazing entrepreneur and really an icon in the beauty industry and, yeah, i like to say that.
0: <laughs> oh, it's very emotional, isn't it? <laughs> well, number one, it's nice to know that you feel the same, same way as I do. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's, it's just amazing. It's good that we can have this synergy, which I know together will propel the business forward and, you know, there's a, there's a lot of good years for us to come.
2: When you reflect on the relationship that Renee and Jodie share, you find one that is very clearly defined. Each of them have very different strengths that they use to solve problems, to push the business to new heights and to grow personally. But another thing that's clear when talking to them is that there are still unique issues that women face as founders. And women-led accelerator programs, like the ones that SBE Australia provides, are absolutely invaluable. The story of Cinch Skin is also proof that even with early success, there are always new challenges to solve. And having a mentor who understands the particular difficulties that your business faces can make all the difference.
0: Meeting Jody broke all those barriers down because I knew that I'd been make, made this huge mistake of having these three years without any mentors around me. I just wondered what, what I'd been doing for the past three years without having such a valuable mentor in place.
2: You've been listening to Level Up, a show about the personal and professional growth of some great Australian entrepreneurs and startups, and the mentors who've helped them along the way. Level Up is produced by LaunchVic. LaunchVic exists to support the growth of the Victorian startup ecosystem. If you're interested in mentoring or you'd like to learn more about LaunchVic, visit the website at launchvic.org. Production assistance on Level Up is provided by Wavelength Creative. I'm your host, Adam Jaffrey, and I'll speak to you next time.